Hi, welcome to the Weekly Wisdom Podcast, where we share a short story or teaching from the sages of the Talmud to give you a boost of inspiration heading into Shabbos. Today's lesson comes from Talmud Avodah page 3a. And the story goes that it's describing the end times, when the Messiah has come and the Jews are back in their land, and basically people realize that the Jews were God's chosen people, and what they've done by keeping his commandments was a special thing. And so the way the Talmud describes the scene, it describes how people who were not Jewish say, hey, wait a second, why didn't we get commandments? I mean, sure, we had some basic commandments, how to behave, but, you know, the special commandments that make these people beloved to you, where, where are our commandments? So God tells something interesting. He says, oh, all right, you guys want a commandment. Uh, here's one. It's called sukkah. You build a sukkah, and you go eat in it, and hang out in it, and live in it, and that's a mitzvah. So go ahead and try it. So then it says, he tells the, the non-Jews, the Gentiles, to try this, and they, they go ahead and build the sukkah. But then God pulls out the sun and makes it blazing hot, really miserable and uncomfortable. So, of course, the non-Jews come out of their sukkah, and they give it a kick, and they say, who needs this? Now, it's a very bizarre story, because what? what why is that fair? Like, hold on a second, God. They have a complaint. They say, it's not fair. You gave the Jews commandments. What about us? So you play this trick, you give the commandment, and then make it basically unbearable? Why is that fair? Like, what's that? And besides, as we all know, it's interesting that in the law of sukkah specifically, there's a built-in leniency, a built-in exception that if it's uncomfortable, you don't have to eat in the sukkah. Even today, you and me, we keep we eat in the sukkah. If it's uncomfortable, raining, or very hot, we don't eat in the sukkah anymore. So it's not even considered inappropriate to walk out of the sukkah at that point. So the commentaries explain that fundamentally the issue was not that they walked out of the sukkah, but that they kicked it on the way out. Meaning, the whole reason God did this was to show them something. Why do you want a commandment? Do you want to have a special relationship with God? Do you appreciate what it brings you? Or you just want the rewards? You see, when you got that sukkah and it was hot, so you could walk out and say, oh, God, please give us another commandment, something else. Or you can kick it and say, who needs this? And that's the problem, I think, because what the lesson of this is, is that some of us look at our relationship with God and our commandments and mitzvahs as transactional. Essentially, what can I get out of it? Right? It's about me. What can I get out of this? How, and in some, piece, in some places, the way we think about it is, what's the least I got to do to get God on my side? Because it's really just about, I don't know, going to heaven, not going to hell, as opposed to developing a relationship with God, living a meaningful life, being a better person. Right? And in that sense, you kind of resent these things. They're just annoying, but I just got to do them. You know, People talk about Jewish guilt. You know, People do things out of guilt. That's no way to be a Jew. Right? Some people think it's the main way to be a Jew, but it's not. The way to be a Jew is to understand and value and appreciate the things that we have. Every morning we say a blessing over the Torah. Thank you for giving us the Torah, and thank you for making me a Jew. We're supposed to think about it in terms of, I'm really glad that you made me a Jew. It's wonderful. You know, if you think about the story of Cain and Abel, where, you know, they both bring a sacrifice, and God accepts one sacrifice and doesn't accept Cain's sacrifice, and everyone wonders, like, why? So you look, and... The commentaries say, well, if you look closely, it says that Abel brought a sacrifice from the best stuff, and Cain didn't. Which, of course, raises another question, which is, was God being snooty here? He only needs Gucci, the best stuff? That's not how we think about God. But that's not the point. It's not about that at all. What's really happening here is, 
why are you bringing a sacrifice at all? Abel, who's bringing a sacrifice from his best stuff, is doing it because he's thinking, wow, God is so amazing. I love what he does for me. I'd love to give him a present. Cain is thinking, what's the least I got to do to get this guy off my back? In that sense, it's not even a present, right? If you would do that to someone, you offer them a birthday present by just picking something out of the kitchen drawer and being like, happy birthday. It's, you know, they say it's the thought that counts. There, it's the thought that counts, meaning this thought is basically, I don't like you. I just want you off my back. And the same is true for our mitzvahs. Instead of thinking of them as things we can just got, you know, thank God, let's get it out of the way. We want to make sure it's something we enjoy and we love and that Judaism is something we love. You know, there's the famous joke about the rabbi and the priest. They meet and they both have issues with rodents in the, uh, you know, the priest got rodents in his church and the rabbi's got rodents in the synagogue. And the priest says to the rabbi, what do you do? And the rabbi says, oh, I have no problem with it. You know, he says, so the priest says, well, how did you figure it out? What'd you do? He says, I gather all the rodents in the shul, gave them a bar mitzvah, and I've never seen them again. So, you know, it's a silly joke, but the point is that for some people, Judaism is, let me get finished with this. Let me get it out of my system. But what we're learning from this story is that don't kick the sukkah on the way out. Even though God made it difficult, it's supposed to be beloved to us. That was the sign. That was why he did it that way, to show them you don't want to have a relationship with me. You just want the benefits. You want to just make it transactional. And we have to understand that we have to have Judaism as something that's meaningful, purposeful, and something that we find uh, really great, uh, great meaning and purpose and love in. Thanks for joining us. Have a great Shabbos and a fantastic week.